No. Welcome, guys, to the Self-Evident Podcast. It is 9 o'clock Saturday morning. Massey is dumbfounded that he's even here. You know, we're going to make a compilation. A compilation of, of all the faces. Opening yeah. faces. I, I used uh, last week's as one of the thumbnails. So. <laughs> that was a good one. It wasn't a smile. That, that, that's perfect. Yeah. Man, you've got it. That's a smile that launches <laughs> ships. <laughs> Fearlessly working. This coffee's good. It's from the <laughs> Roasted Record if you're down in Stuart, Florida. You need, you need to go. Hey, so guys, you're here. TheSelfEvidentTruth.com. You guys got to go sign up online. You guys get on our newsletter. We're sending those out, I think, now once, twice a month, maybe something. So we got like all these blogs and stuff like that that are happening because guys, we want to get you the truth. That's obviously now to become a sponsor. Do that too. Leesofpeppertruth.com. You guys can go be a monthly sponsor. Be a torchbearer. You're gonna get a really cool shirt. That's all I got for you guys because it's expensive out there now. Inflation sucks. So, but the third thing is you guys can subscribe on any platform you want. YouTube, uh, Spotify, uh, the what Insta, all Instaface, all that stuff. Yeah, and tweeters and yeah, all that crap. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, SoundCloud is popping right now, dude. We're how many countries now? 20, 20, 27, 27, 28 countries are listening and regularly. It, you, regularly. You see that we had a Facebook comment from somebody in Blackboard. Yeah, Germany. Germany. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Shout we, out. We made it. <laughs> we made it. We're global. Holy smokes. We did it. We cannot have, say self-evident ministries international. I, I noticed we don't have a whole lot of listeners in China. So, yeah. China. 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 Right? We need Time to catch up. We need to get to China. Anyway, so guys, we got a lot to cover today. Yes, we do. Because we got, uh, we, we got, uh, we, we got, a, yeah, we have a, yeah. We're going to hold that. Well, we got, even though you saw it in the title. <laughs> but you don't know her. You, yeah. Well, you might actually, if you've seen, you're from our, yeah, yeah, if you're Mount Grady, you know. So anyway, if you're, if you're Revive Church, you know. All right. So, ready for slide one? News bits, baby. All News right, bits. Right News bits. So, you know, Heaven forbid, I, I'm so surprised, this just blows my mind, the CDC can't back its claims. Massey, did you ever see this coming? I think my eyes twitching right now, frustration. I'm not kidding, my eyes twitching. Because how from the onset of this, remember, we would say they're, they're going to lie about this. They're going to fudge it from the onset. Literally, the first, I remember February, March, when we were doing podcasts. It was, you watch. They're going to start fudging numbers. They're going to start doing this stuff to destroy liberty. And now they're coming out this year. Oh by, the way. oh, by the way, this is the crap they wanted to bury for 75 years. This is the kind of stuff they were like, we don't want to come out with this information. We want, I'm telling you, they're going to get exposed big time. Oh, yeah. They better be coming counsel. Exactly. And of course, people you know, will point fingers at us and say, oh, you guys are conspiracy theorists and you're questioning the CDC. I have proof. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> what more do you want from me? Oh, my goodness. What more do you want this from me? Great. From their own mouth, they don't have the records to back up their own claims. What do you want me to tell you? So we'll get into it. The CDC's website calls it a myth that vaccines cause variants. Sorry, guys, we just got shut down on three different social media platforms because we said it, even though the CDC says it. Fact, this is what they say is fact at the CDC. COVID-19 vaccines do not create or cause variants of the virus that causes COVID-19. Instead, 
COVID-19 vaccines can help prevent new variants from emerging. Hmm. So new variants of the virus happen because the virus that causes COVID-19 constantly changes through a natural ongoing process of mutation. As the virus spreads, it has more opportunities to change. High vaccination coverage and population reduces the spread of the virus and helps prevent new variants from emerging. So I'm uh, getting talks that perhaps were out on the audio. If you can hear us, if you can, let us know. I knew this was going to happen. I am not embarrassed at all. Hold on, folks. Because you can hear it coming through the... Yeah, but not this. This is why. Are we in? We're good? Okay. So you may not have heard any of that, which is too bad because we had really good banter going back and forth. So I'm just going to start this from the top and we'll get this done in about eight minutes. You guys, ever watch those, you guys ever watch those old Chinese movies where the, the, <laughs> the dude's talking? He's like, you do not do. That's what we were doing. Yeah, we were doing a Chinese flick. So actually, this is what we were trying to do. This was an interpretive art piece where the first couple of minutes is your chance to put into our mouths what you want in terms of words. So let us know what you think. Uh, let us know what you decided we were saying during that. And I think we're going to get some funny comments out of that. So we'll start back at the top. We're here. We're here. Sorry about that. CDC cannot back up its claims. Their website calls it a myth that the vaccine causes variants. So they said fact. Facts. Notice that word. They said fact. COVID-19 vaccines do not create or cause variants of the virus that causes COVID-19. Instead, <laughs> COVID-19 <laughs> vaccines can help prevent new variants from emerging. Now, here's the problem with what they just said. They said, A, fact that it does not create or cause variants of the virus. They also said, fact, vaccines can help prevent new variants from emerging. They say new variants of a virus happen because the virus that causes COVID-19 constantly changes through natural ongoing process of mutation. As the virus spreads, it has more opportunities to change. High vaccination coverage in a population reduces the spread of the virus and helps prevent new variants from emerging. So the Informed Consent Action Network requested documents to support the claim from the CDC in a freedom of information request. <laughs> I just, I'm laughing because it was all hollow and people are still yeah. commenting because they could hear it. it was just yeah. hollow, right? And Deidre is the one from from Germany. Germany. Black she Forest says Germany. Black Forest Germany. That's where I live. She said, "I think you meant Black Forest Germany." I thought that's what you said. Did you I say? thought that's what I said. Okay, maybe cool. I didn't. That was cool. I no, I don't. But, but you know, when I talk, I I fade in and out. So. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so, but also too, look what these vaccines are creating. Now they just they just stopped. Here's a new thing that the ABC just published about, I think it was Moderna or one of those ones. They're starting to now pull some of these vaccines for creating possible blood clots. Yeah. Which we called. Oh, yeah. yeah we you, were like, pointing that out. But it was like, th this is what we were talking about when people were saying you're conspiracy theorists. You guys, seriously, this is not a, why do people like who are stars falling with blood clots? Why is this happening? Yeah. So all of a, a sudden. A bunch of soccer stars. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yep. Yep. Having heart problems and all of that. But we're not allowed to talk about that. So the Freedom of Information request, they requested all documents sufficient to support that COVID-19 vaccines do not create or cause variants of the virus that causes. Another requested all documents sufficient to support that the immunity conferred by COVID-19 vaccines does not contribute to virus evolution. So how did the CDC respond? Uh, we can't 
find any documents responsive to them. If you want to prove your case, <laughs> yeah. you might want to come up with some documents. The I love that in this freedom of information request, the CDC didn't even dance around it. They didn't even say, well, you know, we're searching. We know we've got it. They didn't say, well, we have to compile a lot of data. It's going to take 75 years. Mm -hmm. No, they just right out said, well, we don't have anything for that. Oh, it's the Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Is that what it was? Yeah, being pulled. So I think more and more as we're seeing this, guys, this is why you got to stay on top of this. This is why they want the Ministry of Information. This is why, because they want to control the narratives. And we've been saying this for a long time. Like, it's funny. What did you say last week? If a it's a, if, well, but if it's a lie, you don't have to, con you know, if it's a lie, you have to control it. You have to yeah. control everything around it to make sure that the lie is still a lie. And the next guest we have on, she was telling us some really cool things. But it's like you see where the, the people who are hiding things, they have to know everything that comes in and out to make sure that that lie is propped. When you hold the truth, you're transparent. You don't, you don't care who comes it. in. A, dude, you, get, you don't care if a leftist comes to your meeting. Who cares? I'm always, I've always been me. I've always said the truth. I'm always going to come. You yeah. know what I mean? So like truth. Oh, so William Cullen Bryant, an old poet, once said, truth crushed to earth will rise again. This is why I don't fear what the left does, because it doesn't matter to me what they do or how they try to suppress truth. It will always come to the surface. It's funny how Christianity has lasted this long, right? Judaism has lasted this long because you can't squash the truth. Right. You cannot squash it. And, and to go farther with that, in, in Christianity, it doesn't pull any punches about the truth about people, the flaws, right? right. There are no punches pulled. They, they admit everything about everybody. They admit that stuff. Bingo. Which, which other unnamed religions try to kind of hide and, and obfuscate the truth about the founders, right? The, the founders of their, of their religion. So we have to be honest. Truth is an antiseptic, right? Truth cleanses. That's good. That's truth good. brings things into the yeah, light. It sets you free yeah. and it makes you free. Right. So pay attention to what the CDC is telling you. Follow the science. Follow the science that changes. Trust Fauci. Yeah. He is the science. He is the science, guys. I'm the science. Fauci knows what he's doing. All hail Fauci. That's all I say. <laughs> From self-evident to you. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll take this, too. Yeah, they will. Conservatives are switching to us. Yeah. Yeah. Go Fauci. <laughs> all right. So... Pay Don't attention. take that seriously now. Yeah, that's all right. They'll clip it out no matter what. All right. So we are going to bring on our guests. But first, we want you to know about our Constitution we course. We have promo. We have promo for Constitution yeah, course. Yeah, we are providing Ministry of Information. Constitution is to control you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wrong country. <laughs> My bad. Now that's our next podcast. We also send out to communist oh. nation. Sorry, guys. Sorry. It's my bad. My go bad. ahead. So go ahead and run it. Silence in the face of evil is in itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. That's actually a quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who stood against the German government during the time when it was persecution, not only against the Jews, but against Christians and pastors. We all can see the effect of what happens when there's a lack of knowledge. But in America, we don't necessarily have an information problem. We have an application problem. 
Well, this is why these courses were specifically designed not only to help you understand what the role of government is, why God's role of government is important, and why the Constitution was written, it will take you then to show you how you can apply these principles. Government versus God is a four-week intensive course on is government over God or is God over government? You ever heard the argument that abortion is legal? There is no law in the books written by Congress that abortion is legal. We need to be involved more in politics, but if you don't know any of those areas, you can't get involved. And our brand new Live Liberated Constitution course is a 14-week study on not only the documents of our founding of America, but also how you can apply those principles now to stand against tyrannical government. It actually says that we're created equal. Created by who? Someone greater than us. And that that creator endows us with rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Not only are we endowed with them, they're unalienable, which means they're non-transferable. So we just had a perfect glance from 1606 to 1787. Every single document shaped either their colony or their state or their region to say, look, God is of the utmost importance. God is the lawgiver. God is the creator. He's the one who gives me rights. Governments always exist, not only to ensure rights, but to make sure that you're free. But when governments go outside of those bounds, it's up to us, we the people, to stand against them. Order your copies today. Oh, we're supposed to introduce our next guest. She's here, ladies and gentlemen. Jennifer Russell is running for school board district three. She is a part of uh, the church that I attend and happily pastor at Revived Church. But guys, listen, uh, all, all kidding aside, you meet few people who are actually doing this because it's a calling. It's not just a, a platform. It's not a place for them to gain political ground or to take the next step in their lives. It is literally, this is what I feel I'm called to do. Jennifer is this person. Amy Pritchett's another one. There's several others that I know. Adianese from down south. Uh, Darlene. A lot of these people, Jenna. they're not, they're, yeah, Jenna Haig. They're not doing this for a platform. They're doing it because it's like, I just feel like I'm supposed to do it. And that's the Lord, right? So we're here to introduce Jennifer Russell, District 3 School Board Candidate, Martin County. Guys, come on. Hey, Thank she's you. here. Yeah, look at her. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Just want you to know, Mexican, black guy, white lady. So here we are representing. We're diverse here. Actually, no, you're Cherokee. Cherokee and what? Sioux. Cherokee and Sioux. Mm -hmm. Cherokee and Sioux. It sounds like a soup. Cherokee sounds, sounds like much. a 70s band, <laughs> 70s rock band. No, we're not making fun of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys, but listen, so we, 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 we bring the candidates on because we want them to have a platform, one, but two, that they could speak their heart, why they're running for these positions, mm -hmm. what needs to change in these positions. We could tell you all day long what we know needs to change. Most of you watching are going to say, we know what needs to change, but these are the people that are going to implement that change when they get elected. So we need to pray for them, get behind them, support them, all those things, and get out to that ballot box and start voting for these people because that's the only way we're going to take back our local governments and our local schools. So Jennifer Russell, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. Yeah. So we told you, you're kind of the meat and potatoes of this whole thing right today. So we're going to let you kind of take the floor. Mikey's going to ask you some questions because I'm terrible with interviews because I want to talk. So I shut up. That's okay. Because me too. Because I don't want to talk. Hey, <laughs> hey. So you can just sit here and we'll talk for yeah, you. That's so great. Thank you. There we go. All right. So. Name, date, birth, social security <laughs> yeah. number, blood type, well, yeah. Who are you? bank account. No. That's great. <laughs> so I, the first question that we tend to ask people, and, and just a quick synopsis of 
what got you to decide to run? There are many things that got me decide or decided to run. The reason why I'm running is because, well, it used to, and this should say a lot, used to for a school board, your hot topics were school budget. They were school safety. Fast forward, here we are. And now all of a sudden our hot topics are, should a parent be involved in your child's education? Should your, you know... Should, the Should we be speaking about sex yeah. to our five <laughs> and to eight year olds? Yeah. Where, how did we get here? Right. And, and one of the things that I've, I've thought about that whole five to eight thing is like, it, why are we teaching kids who are nowhere near puberty about all of this stuff? Like this, this yeah. shouldn't be, and I know that's a bit of an aside. They're not like, ready for it. They're not ready for it. They don't have the, the maturity, the construct. They, they don't understand or comprehend any of this. No. Nor should they. They, no. The biggest thing they should worry about is how are we playing tag on the on the playground? Yes, and and making sure they do their addition and their subtraction. Like they don't we need to get to back that. to basics. No. We need to get back to why education is there. We're supposed to be educating our children with math, reading, history, the facts. But so, we've gotten yeah, away from that. You're 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 the wife of a retired firefighter. You've been married eighteen years. Couple kids. Mm -hmm. You're a Christian. Yes. Uh, you know, unashamed, I'm sure, about all of those. Absolutely. Matter of fact, your bio says you're married to your best friend, which, Heck guys, yeah. just just I want you to pay attention to that. We need people that are not just principled people, but their family life is solid and that they do love one another. And it's not like you're going to see contention in the newspapers about divorces and things. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's all bad because what, what it does is it distracts. And we mm -hmm. want people who are principled but like are running on the right platform. So, with all that, you know, and, and your, your work in school, you know, Christian school system and doing budgets and things like that, how does that play into your decision? Obviously, your husband has to be behind it, right? He's probably oh, yeah. your biggest champion and the kids. But like what in that realm made you kind of say, yeah, I got to do this. Like what, what was was that a big factor for you? Well, obviously, having children of my own and then also, you know, working in the school system yeah. like I did, I see the difference in kids who have parental involvement and the kids who don't have parental involvement. It's a huge difference maker. Truth. Um, and a lot of parents think they can't be involved. They think they're too busy, but sometimes it's just a simple email to a teacher saying, Hey, how's my child doing? You Is there that? anything that, you know, I can do to help. And also if there's anything going on in the house or going on that, you sure. know, your child's going through, maybe mention that to the teacher because then the teacher can serve that child better. Communication is so huge. I used to stress that to my parents um, who, you know, where they sent their kids to our school. Communication, communication wow. is key, you know, cause we all want to be on the same team. That's why we're here. Right. I mean, we want to make sure that these kids are educated that they succeed in life. We want to help equip them. And so it's so important that they have a team behind them that, and they feel that because we want them to be excited about education. Which a lot of people aren't um, because it's become such a, a messed up system. Right. And, mm -hmm. and unfortunately for a long time, parents just weren't paying attention. They, no. they were asleep. And like we were talking about before the podcast started, COVID was one of those things that yeah. helped wake people up. And so people are getting back involved in the school board movement mm -hmm. and, and getting involved in their school system. And I think it's so important that you are one of those parents that says, I need to be involved. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So that leads to kind of the next thing that I want you to, what would you say to other parents? Because 
Well, let's back up a little bit. What do you think um, you've overcome in order to make this run, right. to start this process? Well, anyone who has ever met me, they know that I am not a politician. I don't like public speaking. That is definitely not my thing. Um, I have dealt with anxiety since I was a little girl. It's manifested itself in several different ways, just at times been crippling. And not too many people know that. Um, the people who are closest to me do, the people who've lived it with me do. But if I can do this and I can overcome that to put myself out there because I care, anyone can do it. Right. That's so cool. And, and that's one of the things that we love about having the guests on that we do is because we have guests on who are real. Um, and, and we <laughs> care much more about the, the character of the person. And so I think it's so awesome that you're, you're, you're pointing out to other people, look, I'm not a politician. I'm not looking for office for no. notoriety. I've got anxiety that I'm dealing with or have dealt with in the past and, and I'm still doing this. Yeah. And one mm -hmm. of the, one of the things people don't realize, and especially when you're I'm speaking to the Christian right now, but there's often a brokenness before the calling right. often, you know, it's like Christ goes to the wilderness first before he even starts, you know what I mean? Like this is my beloved son. I'm well, please goes into the wilderness, tempted all that stuff. And then his ministry really starts, you know what I mean? So there's always this kind of, if you look at all the stories in the past, there's a brokenness, Moses for 40 years, yeah. Joshua sat for a while, saw some things. He was like, Oh, what's going on? You know what I mean? There was often a brokenness before the calling you had talked about a story and I, I, you don't need to get into it. But that's when it was like, it made sense to me why you're doing this. When you said it cripples you, that anxiety, and you're on the floor weeping, and someone has to pick you up. I mean, when you were Tay, I was like, save that for the camera, because like I want people to know that. Not that story, but like yeah. that you don't have to be this polished person. No. You just got to give a crap about what's going on, you know? Yeah. Yes, and throughout all of this, that's what I realized is that, okay, Lord, you know, I just want to do what you have for me. Please let me, let me be the clay, mold me, make me the way you want me to be, shape me because you know my greatest potential. I can't get there without you. Come on. And I just want to be used and, you know, whatever the Lord wants. Yeah. Because obviously I don't want to mess up his plan. He knows it better than I do. And he, the things that he's dreamed for me is larger than anything I could have ever imagined. Yeah, I would have duh. never imagined that I would have had this platform, especially yeah. with the things that I had dealt with. And I can see now that I'm here, all the things that he had been working on my behalf all of these years. And even there were times where it was hard when I was the assistant administrator and having to, you know, not only be the assistant administrator, but also take over the financial administration piece. The amount of work the amount of anxiety that I was dealing with during that time, I mean, it really ramped up and it was hard, but I picked up, I got myself together, put one foot in front of the other and I made it every day. And now I realize, okay, Lord, this is what you were doing. All these things that I've done throughout my entire life has now led to this. Right. You've gotten me here. You, you use that. Cause now I can say I've done this. I mean, I've run my husband's construction company. For, since 2014. And I've done all the finances for that. But just being able to also have this financial piece of I've done a school budget. Yeah. I've, and I've done it on a smaller scale. Yes. But sometimes it's harder to actually fit all those things into a smaller budget because I'm still having to fit curriculum. I'm still having to fit all these things that we're doing for the children, you know, gas, transportation, all those things still have to go in that same budget and you have so much less to work off of. Right. And that's, I, it's amazing how 
the Lord will, will have you do things that you don't understand. Why am I doing this? You know, I, I've had several moments in my life, a lot of them, where it's like, Lord, why am I doing it? What is going on What's here? The deal? Yeah. What's okay. the deal? But each of those experiences teach you and give you experience so that you can move on to the next step, right? Wow. And, mm-hmm. and it's so cool that, like, you have an education background, you have an administration background, you have a, a budgeting background, like you know, on the financial side, you, the the running the finances for your husband's business. So there's a business background there too, because yes. you're 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 in the midst of all of that. Plus you're a parent, right? Mm-hmm. And that that's something that um, is so important when when we're looking for somebody on a school board. We need somebody who's part of the community. We need somebody who has some experience in different areas. I don't want the CEO. You know, I want I want the parents who have who have done their time and and done their different things, right? Um, one of the things that I would ask you is like, ooh, what? We got, we got a question? question. We got cool. some good questions. Let's go to them. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I do want you to finish that thought because she's got some things she wants to read, and this is the severity of what's going on uh, for our school systems. So uh, Brian Moriarty, can you click on that, buddy? He, he, he asked this. The current school board voted repeatedly to mask our children and approve remote learning. Some kids have not recovered from that damage. If elected, can you fight to make sure our kids stay in school and not be muzzled? Absolutely. I'll be fighting for that. So it's a great question because I came from Virginia. Mm-hmm. And if anyone is familiar Ooh. with Virginia and its VA. former governor, yeah. you yeah. know what Bro, that we was had to lockdown. deal with. That was the gulags man but guess like, what we were open every single day we were there busting our tail working 60 to 70 hours a week making sure that these kids had a place to go not only did we have what we had going on because we had infants all the way up we opened our doors to 60 public school children and we facilitated their online learning and we made a way where there wasn't a way come on where these parents yeah. had you know because we were in a big military area and with that, okay, government says you're going to go home. You're going to work from home. Well, now you've got parents who are trying to work from home and now also have their children running around. Can you imagine a five-year-old? This is their first experience, kindergarten. You know, they're, they're sitting down to go learn how to read and write from a computer. Their attention span, no. Not these They days. don't have that. Not these guys. I'm going to challenge you right now. Go ahead and share this. Uh, like it and share it. Uh, to get it out there because it's people like this that are going to change the schools. I believe firmly that when we start doing this this way, you're going to see what's going to happen is you're going to see a wall of opposition, of course, right? But then you're going to meet warfare. We haven't seen the warfare that's coming. I believe the left is going to come and attack. And I'm saying the left is in propagated material, not the left left. I'm saying their propagated material will come out in defense of what they think is best for children. But like Stevie Wonder just said, there's a there's a school district in Car- uh, Carmel, Indiana, allowing sexually explicit illustrations too about transgender and same sex books. The accessibility of these books in these schools. He's asking, how are we? You know, can you convince the others not to allow this to happen? Like, what do we do? Is there data backing this stuff up? Okay. So to answer that question, DeSantis, you know, he's awesome, and uh, what he's doing. But one thing that's happening this fall, they're creating a database of every single material, including what's supposedly in the teacher's classrooms, where you can go into a search bar and you can search whatever's in there. And you can be like, you know what? Mm, Not that. I don't know about that book. You know what I mean? I don't know. I know. And you can question it. I don't want my kids being taught that stuff. Let's let's get honest here. It's straight up pornography what they're showing these kids. 
It's and, disgusting. And the kids do not have any frame of reference in order to understand it, nor should they. They, they should. You know what's right? crazy? For all the stuff they talk about, sex trafficking and people getting hurt and abused, they're allowing pornography in schools. The same people who are saying we need to have compassion on, because the Christians do that. But right, the other side, the, the, the atheist or the non-believer or the one who doesn't believe in conservative values, they're saying, well, we got to protect people. We got to make sure that, but you're allowing pornography, which is one of the greatest sex trafficking industries. And we're showing kids this stuff. This is what, this is how, you know, you can beat them because they can't even hold to their own truth. They don't even have truth. They're so hypocritical. And what's dangerous is you said it. We were kind of asleep for a little bit. The Bible's pretty clear. There's an analogy. Uh, it's, a, it's an allegory where Christ used. Evil men came in when good men slept and they sowed tares amongst the wheat. So we have some tares we got to uproot. We do. And that's why we're here with her. That's why we're here with the Amy Pritchett's of the world. This is why, to me, the schools, our local county, we've been saying this for years, these are the most important positions because this is where the rubber meets the road. They have the authority to say, no, we're not putting that in our schools. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, so this is where it's at. This is where the 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 where we have to be. So you've got some things. I, I see the H what is it, H, HB fifteen fifty seven. Yeah. Like that. What are some of the issues that you're going to go after here that you see as a big problem? Well, what I'm going to read is it's the key provisions that were made within this. Obviously, it's been dubbed the "Don't Say Gay" bill. Nowhere in here does it speak of that. Nowhere. Right. So then that shows me that the people who are calling it that have not educated themselves. Totally. They have not bothered to read it. They don't even understand what it means. So I do Best ask you, please <laughs> go read it. So you know exactly what is in it. And that way, when someone comes to you and says whatever they want to say, you can back it up and you can say, right. no, actually that's not in there. So the key provisions that were made for the bill, um, there's the bill requires that school districts adopt procedures for notifying parents if there is a change in their student services or a change in monitoring related to a student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being. The bill prohibits school districts from uh, maintaining procedures that withhold information or encourage students to withhold from parents information related to a student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being. The bill prohibits instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity from kindergarten through third grade or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. The bill creates a cause of action for parents that permits them to enforce their rights through declaratory and injunctive relief. A prevailing parent is entitled to attorney's fees and court costs and may be awarded damages. So what does that mean? Well, A, parents get to know what's going on and board, board policy should reflect that. So B, a stop to teaching sexual content to young children and see making sure that district parents are aware of their rights and process for filing a complaint. The fact that this had to be put in writing to make sure that this didn't happen says so much about where we are as a society. And we, we really need to wake up and get involved and make sure that we protect our children because if you don't do it, no one else is going to. Say that again, <laughs> please. <laughs> yes, it's true. We don't like do the, it. If we don't, it, the, she's right. The fact that it had to be written out in such plain English, parents need to be able to make sure that they have rights, which it's kind of like the, the, the hate crimes bill. Isn't all crime hate hate? Uh, uh, what's, what's another one here? Uh, uh, come on, uh, fr a free speech on campus. President Trump signed a 
thing about free speech, an executive order on free speech on college campuses. First Amendment, anyone? Laws so, that protect yeah. religious liberty. Yeah, like, it's like laws. We shouldn't need to write right. these. It's, 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 it's almost like you're just giving more and more authority to a government, which here, I know what he's doing. It's to liberate people because we don't want those things in our school. We don't. We can empower the parents. Parents, you are already empowered. These guys are not empowered. And there's some really uh, different questions here on this thread. But, Jennifer, I, I want you to talk about your family for a minute if you can. Okay. Whatever you want to divulge. But, like, you, you, when I'm talking to you, when I'm talking to you here, seeing you at church a few times, what, what is it about your family that makes you do what you do? What makes you tick? You know what I mean? Like, what... I mean, I, I met your husband a couple of times. Cool guy. Well, I mean, he seems cool. I don't know until we've had a steak together. You know what I mean? Nah. You got to get to know a guy over a steak. Over Unless a steak. he's vegetarian. He'd do it. No, then, no, no. Are you then, kidding me? Then it's he's like, no. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? You know? You're not even an Indian, bro. Like, at that point, you know? Like, you're not American Indian. Like, no, no, no. You know, we need to get out there. You know what I mean? Seriously. She's here, so I could say that. But, Sorry. like, you're Mexican. It's, you can but say what, it. you know, is, 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 um, is, is it Christianity? Your, your values and morals that, that want you? Is it your family? Is it all of it? Talk about your family a little bit. What, what makes you tick about them and what you're doing? I think it is a little bit of all of it, but it all works together for us because Christ is the center of our family. So with that, I mean, he drives everything that we do, all of our decisions. My husband and I, my children, we all had talked about, okay, hey, is this something that we want to do? This, it could get ugly. They're going to come after me. This is what it's going to look like. This could be our life for the next few months. Everybody was on board. The kids are excited because this is a whole new adventure, you know, for all of us. I like it. But I love my family. Everything we, I mean, I've grown up with a close family. My husband's family, I, I mean, he, like I said, he's been my best friend for 22 years. And being married for 18, he is everything to me. And, you know, he is right here by my side. He encourages me every day. I couldn't do it without him. He is. About to yes. start throwing off some tears here, y'all. Shoot. This is like the a, onions in the room. Yeah. Give me allergies, man. Shoot. Give me a Zyrtec or something. That's right. No, I mean, it's. He really is. He's my best friend. He helps me get through everything. And so I couldn't do this without him. He's, he's helped me and encouraging me like, you know, this is what God's called you to do. You've got this. Don't let anything get you down. Just keep going. And that's what I'm doing. Um, and my children, you know, my, my son, he's had a different path when it comes to education. So I know that one thing that they're going to come after me about is they're going to say, oh, well, your kids aren't in public education. No, you, you're, you're right. <laughs> There's a reason There's a for reason. that. You're that. That's right. No, um, but one I of the things. I want thing, them to be, but they can't. <laughs> but one of the things for him is he was mute till he was two and a half. We wow. didn't have anything out of him. We, it was a journey. It was a process. And I knew I came from a family that had, my mom taught my husband in second grade. And Whoa. my, yeah, yeah, that's it's crazy. Trip. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, I, I had to do the math and be, oh, <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> yeah. So, wait, what? So, and you know, my aunt and uncle, they're retired teachers. So I've been around it my so entire say you life. You kind of have that in your, yeah. your background a little bit. You were in the school system. Yes. 
So check so, this out. I just want you to know this lady in Germany said this about you. That's a great woman of God. We should amen. pray that praying be brought back to children at an early age and crosses be hung back up in classrooms, not sex education, but the living word of God. Praise the Lord. <sighs> All right. Now that one I'm tearing up. On. Like that's dude. When, when, a, when, a, when a person not of our nation is seeing this, they know we lead the way. They know. And this is why we need to take back our schools. This is why it's not even take back. They're already our schools. We need to drive them out. The word possess, you know, when, when Joshua went and uh, possessed the land, the word possess means to drive out previous occupants. we got to drive them out. And I mean through the ballot box and in some cases fire them. Yep. If they're not, dude, we did not elect them to teach our kids sex. We didn't elect them to teach them about racism. We didn't elect them. That's the parents' job. We elected them to make sure that our curriculums could be taught well as far as reading, writing, and arithmetic. Let That's them right. be taught that. This, this is the moment for a mental shift that everybody has to have. For a long time, they have determined that they are the arbiters of truth in the school system. Bingo. They Come have on, determined dude. that their mindset, their worldview, their belief system, their structures are what is right to be taught to kids. They've told you for so long that your structures, your beliefs, your systems are not allowed to be taught to kids. I'm done with this binary. Bingo. I'm done with this false precedent that's been set. I'm done. Yep. You can tell me all you want that, oh, we can't have that in school. I'm sorry, but you've proven your case that you can't handle teaching kids. You can't handle how they're going to be raised and how they're going to move forward through the school system. So now it's our turn. That's right. Now it's our turn to get Bingo. back to what the school systems originally were. Man, isn't it strange that we seem to have a better trajectory until we started moving in this new rational, atheistic, progressive mission in, in brainwashing kids? No matter what, you are instilling some type of framework of value and structure mm -hmm. into a kid. You've tried yours. I'm done with it. But think yours. about it, dude. If they can get kids on the foundation of lust. They've got them for life. Absolutely. Well, at least until God changes them. But if you can develop a kid's foundation on the premise of lust, you can feed them anything because everything becomes emotional decisions now. Mm -hmm. So, so what, what makes you feel good is what you should do. If there's fear, you overdo it on fear and you overreact with fear. That's what's been pushed for years. Um, if you have anger and something makes you angry, you overreact and you become part of the crowd that's going to go out and protest and go do. And don't give me this January 6th crap. Nobody's advocating for any kind of violence. OK, I didn't advocate it. And I want to say this, too. I may be a conservative, but I'm not a Republican. Listen to me closely. I'm not a Republican in the sense that I back rhinos and I back war and all these things that have been happening for years. I vote mostly Republican, but I'm not of that people. I'm not of that camp. So no, we don't advocate for things that the Republicans have done unconstitutionally. We've called that crap out for years because we're getting comments about that. I can't believe you're talking about abortion. You guys vote for wars. No, I didn't. We've been talking we're, publicly we're for years and we don't. <laughs> right. So, so, but when you see kids have this mindset of lust, right? When the government comes out with a fear propaganda, guess who falls into it harder? Those who are emotionally driven. When the government comes out with a, hey, we'll give you free stuff because it makes you feel good. Guess who's the first vulnerable? Do, Those who were developing the pattern of lust in. Do you know mm -hmm. you're, you're seeing the arch narrative in that? So we developed the pattern of lust in them before puberty, right? So we've already set up that process of think about sex, think about how you're involved in sex, think about sex, right? You develop that from the beginning. Then you argue, well, abortion on demand as much as you want. So you try to remove the consequences from the pleasurable thing that you've already instituted in them, lust, 
which removes a person from God. Exactly. Right? Dude. So, so you, you train them up in the pleasure and the lust of the thing. You try to remove as many consequences from it as you can or ways to get out of the consequences so that then they're more invested in it. They're like, well, this doesn't harm me at all. I can just get an abortion or, you know, I can take this pill or so I can keep going. And, and they destroy the, the concept of marriage, the foundation of marriage, the pillar of marriage, right? You don't need to be married. You know what? You can be whatever you want. You can be whatever gender you want. And you can yep. be wherever you want, right? And then Romans 1 comes into play with this. Instead of sending our kids outside to study the creation of God and looking at nature, they're on their tablets looking at flesh. They worship and serve the creature more than the creator, it says in Romans 1. Right. So that's what happens. We start to like get these kids on these thoughts processes. We're destroying them. Because again, you said it. You said it. Actually, you said it. I think one of you said it first was they're not ready for this. Yep. Not even close. They're barely forming sentences. They're barely figuring like their emotional, like who they are and their, what's their identity. What are they going to grow up and become? George, Dr. But that's the thing. Go ahead. They want to tell them who they are. That's exactly right. it. It's exactly it. Go with that. Instead of who God created them to be and welcoming and just praising who God has made them to be. Come on. See? And, and instead of making them feel ashamed for who they are. Right. And that's, it, it, I, I love that train of thought because what happens is they tell them you, Oh, you're having questions. Well, let's change who you are then. As opposed to <laughs> you're having questions. No, let me reaffirm what God's made you to that's be. That's exact. And, that's it. I don't even need to use the title of God to say, let's reaffirm who you actually are Yeah. instead of, okay, you're, you're doubting your identity. So let's inject more doubt and confusion. And, and well, dude, question, go back to kindergarten cop. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. That's, it's, it's that simple. Yeah. These kids, they, I don't even know if they can show that part anymore in kindergarten Probably cop, not. the media, but dude, it's, it's funny. Cause every kid laughs. It's like, cause everybody knows it's true. Everybody knows it's true. So Gloria Tucker has this question for you. It says, Jennifer, what are your thoughts on social emotional learning curriculum? Oh, that's one. Come on, man. <laughs> you buck it up. Yeah. Wow. So she says, what's your thoughts? So there's a lot with that. It's kind of a loaded question. Um, really? So what I can tell you is that the state of Florida requires it. Yeah. That's not something that can be changed by a school board. That's not anything. That's a requirement. Um, so it has to be we, changed by law. Correct. That's a Tallahassee issue. Hmm. Um, that's not something that can be done in our, can but that lobby is for that. Can we not lobby, you can lobby can we, for anything? Yeah. But I mean, like what, what do you know if there's a way to do it or have you not looked into that at all? I have not looked okay, into that. Cool. It's yeah. cool. Honest. So, I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah. That, you got a ton of issues you got to hit. So it's, it's, yes. you, know, you can't tackle them all at once. So, but I mean, with that, that's a, that's a very complicated question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gloria. That's a complicated question, but Again, it, this is where this is where too. Do the states need to be this involved, right, with the schooling, or should it be up to the local parents? Right, right. Should there be a funnel of information like, hey, we need to teach a, a unified thing? Maybe I don't know, but that should be up to the states, not the federal government. You know, to me. But then all of that should be left up to the to the county and the city and the school. They tax us, so let me do what I want to with my money. You know what I mean? Like that's and what it should be. There's a difference between like the hard subjects or, or the concrete subjects like writing and reading and arithmetic. And there's a difference between that. And then these laws that are a second level of control over the school boards. Um, if we're going to be a Republican system and, and we're going to be 
a petri dish, so to speak. I think you need to do that on all levels. So the school board, the community should be in charge of the school board and determine what do we want our school system to have as far as value. Yeah, here's another one. Last, we'll, we'll just do one more, right? Yeah. Uh, how are we one doing on time? Two, one or two. One or two, okay. Yeah. Steve, guys, ask your questions. Go ahead. Just just type them down below what you're seeing. We're putting them up. Uh, Stevie Wonder asked this. Many parents are afraid to stand up for their children and moral values. That's terrible. Can I mean, I'm just being honest. To that? But to take away their fear, how will the school board help instead of just taking questions as to pacify, pacify them? Like, so you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like when you go to a county commission meeting, they just hear the comments and they don't do anything. But yeah, you yeah. have your three minutes. Yeah, and three then minutes. That's and it. it's like, thanks. I wasted my time. It feels like. But see, that's why I think it's so important that you vote the proper people in. Because just because you get your three minutes, not everybody on that board is just going to tune you out. As a board member, I would listen. I would hear what you're saying because I want to be that voice for parents. Come on. I am a parent. I know what it's like. Yep. I know how important my kids are to me Truth. and I know how important those kids are to you and any other parent. It's important to put the right people there so that we can hear your voice Yeah. and then say, okay, how can I help? So, so in, 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 in all this, I think if, can you address the parents being afraid thing? Cause you were going to say something to that. Well, when it comes to parents being afraid Speak to, them to right that camera, Yes. Hi. Um, so when it comes to parents being afraid, I think that just like I touched on earlier, I mean, this girl right here, I'm telling you, I've been dealing with anxiety my whole life. If I can get on a public platform, don't be afraid. Don't let anybody intimidate you. Do it. Do what you feel called you're supposed to do. Amen. Because it, it, fear will stop you from getting somewhere. Oh, yeah. All day. And that's what the devil counts on. And, and that was something I was going to ask you is it, <laughs> it's, Oh, is there another question? No, Shailene Montgomery. I love her. She, she's always commenting and she's such a good friend. Could you move to Nevada, please? Lyon County in particular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love my sunshine state. Um, it's going to come right. The, the, the attacks, the, the pushback uh, okay. when you're on the school board, there will be people who, who push and disagree with you. How are you going to handle that as like, especially the pushback, the, the, you're, you're trying to force your faith on us. You're trying to, you know, and you know what? I'm not trying to force my faith on anyone. I live my life, how I, I feel I'm supposed to live it every day because I answer to him. There it is. I answer to no one else. There it is right there. For me, if someone else is going to come and let me, I guess, let me say as far as pushing my faith on someone, no, that's what I'm doing is I'm coming here because I feel that we need to focus on education. That's what we need to get back to is education. Not all these sidebars, not all these things that we need, we're getting distracted with as far as like these agendas. I'm coming in here because these kids need an education. Right. So I'm not trying to force my faith on anyone. I don't, our God doesn't believe that. He doesn't believe that way. Our God is a God who wants you to love him voluntarily. Because it's not real love unless you choose him. So I'm not going to force that on anyone. That's funny, love dude. It. You know, here's, here's what's funny. So, so being the example, right, is what changes. The Holy Spirit changes people. We don't have to force them, which is so ironic that they want to force this crap down kids' throats. But if you listen to the words of Christ, this is so simple, right? I was reading last night uh, in, about examples, how Christ was the example, right? In, uh, in John 13, he said, for I've given to you an example that you shall also go do as I have done to you. Go do as I've done to you. Where did Christ ever force someone to believe in him? 
He preached, walked away. Preached, they believed or not, walked away. Pharisees, when they tried to stone him, he just walked away. He didn't chase after anybody. He didn't have to. And dude, the truth stood for itself. The truth stood on its own feet. And that's the Christian walk. You don't have to force people. I'm telling you, if you become the light, the, what does the Bible say in, in John? <clears throat> the darkness can't handle. There's different definitions of that. I, had, I read several different translations of this. It can't comprehend it. It can't apprehend it. It can't uh, throw it away. It can't uh, remove it. It can't overcome it. The darkness cannot overcome the light. If you become that thing, it may not understand it, but eventually it becomes to the point where it respects it. Even King David said, you set a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Why? Because the spirit of God shows people that he's real. Whether you believe in him or not, you respect it. Ooh, that's, there's something on that dude. God's on that dude. Why, why do you think when uh, Joseph, when he came up and he's like, hey, everybody's going to worship Joseph's God now? Notice, he didn't say, I'm going to be a Christian or I'm going to be a godly yeah. person. We're going to worship the God of Joseph now because of what he just did. Right. See what I'm saying? They may not agree, but they're going to respect your God. And eventually, by the love you have for one another, they'll know the God in you. So you, you can preach. And yes, we should. I, I've done street preaching many times. But it's that. I don't have to force this stuff down people's throats. You know what we want? We want to force on you is liberty, which means, you know what? We force ourselves out of your liberty so you can be free to choose what is good for your kids. So, and that's, that's something that I don't think the other side tends to realize about our side is I think they're so used to putting all of their systems as mandatory into it that they think that's what we want. When in reality, what we want is no, let's get back to real education and let's, let's yeah, cut I all of this crap out. Let the parents handle that in their kid's family and, and let the teachers be able to communicate with the parents and expect the teachers to communicate with the parents because those are still the parents' kids, yes. not the teacher's kids. <laughs> and the parents should decide when it's time to talk to their children about these subjects. Right. Right. That, I mean, <laughs> it's their children. Yeah. It's and, very important. And I think that's really important about your platform of your, your platforms. Really? Let's get it back to about the kids. Let's let's remove all of this extraneous stuff we don't need in their lives because let's let the parents handle that. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, dude. So, um, Julie just said, children are hungry to know who Jesus is. I believe her. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. you, you want to know how you know that? Look what they're searching for right now. Everything that's powerful outside of themselves, uh, inner empowerment, a spiritual empowerment, whether it's the cult or whatever they're doing, right? Uh, tarot cards are now kind of being thrown yeah. out there. It's kind of a new thing. Crystals, all these things. They're searching for some kind of spiritual authority. They're hungry to know this Christ. I'm telling you. I really believe that the age of reason is dying. It really I, is. I think it's proven Dude, that it's it's vacuous. I, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, Joe Rogan, I was watching something on him this morning. He's like, Neil deGrasse Tyson said there's all these other galaxies and that there's, there's two of us. Like there's another galaxy where us are doing the same thing we're doing right now in another galaxy. And I'm like, and we believe in fairy tales? And the Christians are the fairy tale guys. Where's the proof of that? Yeah. Science is all faith. It's all belief. You have to believe that. We're saying to you that science doesn't give you morality. Christ does. He's the one that tells us not to murder each other, hurt each other, to love one another, all those things. You know what I'm saying? But it's us that are on the hot seat that we have to prove our faith. Prove that crap. You know yes. what I mean? These scientists don't know. And what we're doing with our kids is destroying them by that lack of faith. Not telling them that that's fact when we know it's a theory, right, is wrong. It's absolutely destructive. But now we're saying, look, there is this other side of where parents can teach their kids their faith, their morality. That Let them do that. Yeah. Right? We're just here to make sure these kids know what it's like to be in the real world. Hey, could, when you guys are on the school, can you, like, 
show us how to do our taxes. <laughs> I didn't know none of that stuff. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Could you know taxes, uh how to start a business, uh balance a checkbook. Can we get back to that stuff, maybe? Yeah. Be great. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh let, last words. More, no, let's just, oh, oh you're oh sorry. <laughs> It means we're of one mind. That's what it is. It must be it. <laughs> I'm back. All right. Sorry. Okay. So before I was rudely interrupted, <laughs> any last words for the people watching? I want you to speak directly to them. Give them your last punch of what you want them to know. Shalene okay. says, change a tire. <laughs> you gotta change a tire. <laughs> Um, it's important to me that you go out and you vote on August 23rd. You tell everyone that you know, because if you believe in what I've said today or that we need to get back to the basics and we need to protect our children, please make sure, even if you've never voted before, go out, vote. It's important. Amen. So, <sighs> hey guys, also, um, anything that Massey and I said are our opinions only. Uh, <laughs> so if you're going to attach her to it, get her permission first. <laughs> Look, but if you've got a problem with us, bring it to us. Bring it to us. Well, this is we'll just one platform. It. If she went on to MSNBC and said what she said, would they attach her to MSNBC? No. No. She's her own person. So what we say is what we say. What she says and what she believes is what she believes. We're just giving her the platform to do it. So guys, be sure to go again to theselfevidenttruth.com. Become a sponsor, guys. Uh, we need you guys to help us get some more kids. we got some really cool tours coming up. Uh, I just did a graduation yesterday for, for, for a school program. It was great. Uh, but we're getting to the kids who need the truth, and that's why we're here. But also, too, guys, get yourself a T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Represent your boys. And also, get on that Constitution course stuff, guys. It's really good. 14 weeks. We're getting a lot of good reviews on it. Um, we're traveling a bunch. We're doing what we can. Uh, but also, we're the church. Guys, go be the church. Go do what you're called to do. Listen, you can sit there and rack on pastors all day long who don't get involved, but you're the church. So you go be the church and go see, be, be the shining light instead of cursing the darkness. Go light the candle and lead the way. We love you guys so much. God bless you. We'll see you guys Monday. Yeah. Love you guys.